Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 20th of August 2022. And the title of this episode is One D&D Announced as Wizards of the Coast Take Dungeons and Dragons After Computer Games and Out of Edition Wars. Isgrim Creations is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. And the interview with Rod Wabel of Isgrim is live on the blog and you can find links from the show notes and the transcript. I asked Rod what he thinks makes a good RPG, and I think he has an unexpected answer, but not a silly one. Rod believes that the main thing is that the writer enjoyed writing it. Why? The quality will show through if they have. I wonder if Wizards of the Coast have enjoyed working on the new editions of Dungeons & Dragons so far. That's not D&D 6, but 1 D&D, which was announced this week, along with the official playtesting. We'll talk about that in just a bit, but before I forget, let me remind you that there will be no podcast next week, and that's the first time in over three years. Why not? Well, I'm out from Friday to late on Sunday at a gaming convention in the heart of Scotland. It's Tabletop Scotland. And while I'll have my old Microsoft Surface with me, and a few nights alone in a hotel room, I won't have a microphone. However, I want to see what, if anything, I can do live during the weekend. And with that stuck in soft launch Discord geek native server I've got running, maybe I'll put pictures at the very least down the events channel. I'm looking forward to it. For the last two weeks, I've been doing both Geek Native during ZineQuest and Gen Con, and my Edinburgh blog during the festival, and I've been back at work this week. I'm shattered. So yes, Wizards of the Coast will announce their big news right in the heart of that. I fed their press release into a summarising AI, and well, it was fun, but it just warped the words a little bit. So here's my distill. The next edition is 1D&D. It will be backwards compatible with 5e and it will be a tidy up. It will expand the game. The game will expand with options, and I take this to include better and improved diversity. It will also broaden digitally. And D&D Beyond, for which Wizards of the Coast paid many millions for, gets a big part. One crucial, and likely to be very popular aspect of D&D Beyond's new central role is physical and digital book bundles. We might be paying more for each book, but we won't have to buy separate game instances, and this will likely save us money. D&D will also have its own digital play area, and I bet Roll20 and Fantasy Grains will have seen this coming. Dragonlance is coming too, as we knew, and with Shadow of the Dragon Queen on pre-order from November. The next five D&D books have also been announced, and they are in Q1 2023, The Keys from the Golden Vault in Quarter 2, Big Wee Presents, Glory of the Giants in Quarter 3, The Book of Many Things, also in Quarter 3, The Fandeva Campaign, and then in Quarter 4, Planescape. I've actually managed to swap emails with a new PR agency contact for Wizards in the UK. Whether this leads to anything remains to be seen, but I'll try my best. I also aspire to dig into some further insights and thoughts on 1D&D, 
but I just don't want to add too much to the echo chamber of speculation right now. Although, I will say that the naming convention is akin to the trend we see in computer games. One D&D is a very different name from D&D 6th edition. Wizards want to move the gamers into a subscription model and do away with the start buying, stop buying cycle of editions. There probably won't be a D&D 7e because this edition of D&D will be infinite. And that's why Xbox got out of numbers fairly early and they even used the same tactic with the use of one in the brand. Destiny 2, the computer game, is likely to be Destiny 2 forever until Bungie can just drop the two. I think it's a good move. I suspect some old school collectors might feel a bit frustrated if they ever notice. But I think it's more important to keep the economics of the game healthy and the community of players engaged. Confidently, D&D got the most buzz this week, but I don't actually think it was the big news. Why not? Well, for a start, we already knew that a new D&D was coming. What else did we learn? Oh sure, we learned some stuff, but not a whole lot more. In contrast, the next bit of news is already connected to some of the most impactful RPG headlines of recent years. It's Lord of the Rings. The sole Xanax company had the rights to pretty much everything Lord of the Rings related except the print books. And now they've sold those. Games Workshop had the war games rights, Amazon had the TV, sophisticated games had the tabletop rights, but all through the sole Xanax company. So, who are the new owners? It's a Swedish computer game giant called Embracer. Weta and Take-Two just announced a new Lord of the Rings computer game, but it's easy to speculate it'll be one of the many Embracer studios that make the next new game announcement. Embracer also own Dark Horse, so I imagine we might see Middle-Earth comic books. Embracer owns Fantasy Flight Games and other tabletop model makers, so I'm sure Games Workshop have already forecast the loss of the license from their future plans. Embracer owns Edge Studio, the company that publishes the Star Wars role-playing game, well, in theory, and Legend of the Five Rings. What does this mean for sophisticated games and free league publishing? Well, I guess time will tell. And there are many associations there and speculation. The next bit of news is the opposite. A small publisher called Wizard Tower Games is keen not to get caught up in the TSR drama and insists there is no um, association. They've got nothing to do with the forthcoming dungeon crawl game from the unpopular company. And by TSR, of course, I don't mean the original, but one who bought some claim to the name on the basis that they did not know any other game maker was using the name. They're currently in court with Wizards of the Coast. Bizarrely, it was a fight that they started. I have seen the Wizard Tower Games logo on TSR and Dungeon Museum stuff before, so maybe there was a relationship in the past, but Wizard Tower Games say there is none now. Recent communication from TSR seemed to say there is, but these have been blamed by TSR on accounts being hacked. We've heard that excuse before. Flipping to the wholesome side of the business, Walmarks has released a small but effective teaser of Limitless Heroics called ADHD Preview, which, yes, 
previews their ADHD rules. Needless to say, you don't have to use them. If these rules don't feel real- realistic in a fantasy world with two-headed trolls, then that's okay. However, if you are curious, or you want a game in which you can see heroes similar to yourself, then they are there to take a look at. First Contacts has also been published. This is the seventh in the free brief series for the Star Trek Adventures RPG. It's surprising in hindsight that we've gone so long with the official Star Trek game without a First Contact expansion, but there we are. Before we get into the bundles, as it's nearly midnight and I need to wrap, there's a whole series of Scion quick reference guides from Riley Ponton. This Scion fan has been kindly compiling rules from across the primary rulebooks into single story path nexus supplements, making all that hard work available for free. It's kind and cool. In the bundle of holding, there's a treasure trove of indie RPGs like Girl Underground, Hunt the Wicked, and Mage to Order. It's a good deal. There's also a game that I hadn't heard of before from Wedding Games called Never Going Home, and it's about demons invading the Battle of Somme and offering corrupting powers to the soldiers there. Over at Humble, there's a deal from the MIT Press of books about game design, theory, and history. And lastly, Pasio has hundreds of dollars worth of Pathfinder 2nd edition titles on Humble, with a cut of the money going to charity. On that note, beware the witching hour, and I will see you the week after next. If you're at Tabletop Scotland, track me down, you say hello, and I'll buy you a beer.